Hey friends, I'm Jenny Meyer, and you're listening to the Rooted Truth Podcast, where we look at the world through a biblical lens. We talk about real life, biblical truth, and how to walk with Jesus through it all. Be sure to follow me on social at Jenny Meyer and at The Rooted Truth. Also, be sure to subscribe to the members-only, all-exclusive episodes on The Rooted Truth Podcast by going to www.therootedtruth.com. Now let's get started. Before we get started, I want to invite you to the next live virtual Bible study. We will start the Get Your Spiritual House in Order study on Wednesday, November 2nd. In this study, we are going to dive into the topics of walking the straight and narrow path, repentance, sanctification, staying in communion, restoration, and how to share Jesus with others. I think it is extremely important to have your spiritual house in order during the times that we are living in, so I would love for you to join us. Check out JennyMeyer.com slash Bible dash study. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. I am here today with Angel from the 1776 wife on Instagram. She was formerly the red pilled wife. And Angel, it's been over a year since I had you on the podcast the first time. I was just looking at that. That was June of 2021 when we talked about your censorship story and how like Instagram has just wiped you out. So I'm excited that you're back today. So welcome. Yes. Thank you. So yeah, today we are going to talk about um, biblical prepping and prepping food and just kind of just taking care of your house. I've been talking a lot about getting your house in order. I am going to be doing a Bible study on getting your spiritual house in order. And it's also important to get our physical house in order. So you share so much great, valuable information on your Instagram. And so that's why when I reached out, I'm like, will you come on and talk about this? Because um, as a sister in Christ, I know that you have the like biblical intentions, right? To do this and to prep food. So yeah, let's dive in. Um, We're going to start off with biblical prepping, like how this is biblical and what your thoughts are on that with prepping food and, you know, kind of looking to the future of what we continue to see in our world today. So what would you say biblical prepping is? Well, definitely. (laughs) Man, it's such a broad topic. Um, But I definitely... It's definitely biblical for sure. Like I get messages anytime I share prepping or um, something like that. It never fails. I'll get a message that says, you know, I'm just going to wait on the Lord. I'm just going to pray about it. And, and um, he will take care of us. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I mean, you're right. He will, he'll take care of you, but that also has to have action behind it. Um, I'm so sorry. My ice maker just went off. (laughs) that in the background now. Um, You're anyway, um, yes, he'll take care of you. He will, but there has to be action behind that as well. And there's plenty of scripture to back that up. Mm-hmm. That, Such as like Joseph, right? With the seven year famine. Absolutely. absolutely. That's, that was my first one. Well, actually Noah was going to be my first one, which, true. you know, everybody's very familiar with Noah um, and his story, but he had to, I mean, he was told to build an ark and not only build an ark, but if you think about it, he also had to prepare food to go into that ark. Okay. So I've never thought eat? of that. I've never thought of that. That's so true. Yeah. I mean, what did they eat? So they had to have, so I'm certain that his wife mm-hmm. was at home preparing food 
to go into this ark as well to feed wow. them and their family that was that was there. Yeah, I literally just got chills. That's so true. You don't think about that. You think like, yeah, his actions, right? Like, so he's taking the step of faith, believing what God is telling him to do and doing it. So that's the action part. But yeah, the wife had to have a part in it, right? Because while he's right. building the ark, what was she doing at home? Right. So, yeah. so true. All while I'm certain being ridiculed, like y'all are crazy. You're just hoarders. We hear that too. Um, yep. But yeah, it is yep. biblical. And then, yeah, obviously with Joseph and the seven-year famine um, and that he provided for an entire nation, right? right. Because right. of what he was telling them, you know, put some aside, right. put some aside. Um, yes. So before we started recording, you were telling me, what are you prepping today? Because I think it's super interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Today, I'm actually making um, bread and butter pickles. So I got, uh, there's a lady that lives about 20 miles from me and my cucumber plants did not do very well mm -hmm. this year. Um, the people who follow me will know this story. It's because our horse got into our garden and trampled it shortly after we planted it. It was devastating and our cucumber plants just didn't make it. Uh, there's actually one plant I have to say that, um, has made it, but we've only gotten like three cucumbers. I mean, that's not enough. We that's just so cut them up and eat them with a salad. <laughs> so anyway, there's a lady about 20 miles from me that she um, had posted on Facebook that she had a bunch of um, cucumbers, pick actually pickling cucumbers, because there's a difference. Okay. Um, I've learned that. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And so she was selling them. And so I got a big bucket from her and I brought them home. This was probably almost a month ago. Um, I brought them home and I made just regular dill pickles. Mm -hmm. And so after that, I thought, well, that was fun. So I messaged her and asked her, you know, if she had any more to let me know, well, she texted me yesterday and had, um, 15 pounds if I wanted them. Oh, so wow. I went and got 15, <laughs> so I went and got 15 pounds of of these um, pickling cucumbers from her yesterday. And I thought I'm going to use some of them to try to make bread and butter pickles because we love those in our house. Oh, I do too. Um, and so I'm trying my hand at that today. <laughs> that is awesome. I I wish that I live close to you so I could come like do a prepping day with you. Yes, um, it's fun. I love it. So what, like, what would you say the difference is of like stocking up like on canned goods and beans and rice and that kind of stuff versus like making your own stuff? Like, is there a difference? What should people be focusing on more? Well, I think having the canned goods is good. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's good right now food. Mm -hmm. Um, if, if something were to happen and we're talking, I mean, not, we're not talking Armageddon. I mean, yeah. we're talking natural disasters. Anything yeah. could happen that you can't make it to the grocery store or yeah. if a grocery store is closed. Um, you know, in 2020, we saw shades of that. Yeah. Yep. Wiped out toilet paper, wiped out the yep. big toilet paper shortage. So having canned goods is good for, for right now. Mm -hmm. um, learning to can is good long-term. That's, that's a skill. One of the things that I, I had on my list to talk about today um, mm -hmm. is to learn a skill. Yeah. And that's part of prepping too, is yeah. learning, learn to make bread, learn to, to can, learn to garden and grow your own food. Prior to this, we had done a few gardens in the past 
it was mostly my husband involved. I was never completely involved. Um, I don't know. I guess my heart just wasn't in it at mm-hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, d- I didn't grow up with a green thumb. I don't, you know, what I would call, yeah. I mean, yeah. any plants in my house I've killed in a matter of <laughs> weeks. <laughs> um, I did not have a green thumb, but I, I guess this past year, I just got real intentional about learning and mm-hmm. I've done a lot of reading, a lot of research. I've bought a lot of books. I've w- watched, a, I've started following a lot of gardening Instagram accounts mm-hmm. and got, have gotten tips and tricks. And so this year, our garden has been very fruitful, uh, minus the, the horse cucumbers. incident. <laughs> <laughs> yes, minus the horse incident. I mean, I have, right now I have three gallon size bags of tomatoes in my freezer all from my tomato plants. They're just the small Roma tomatoes that um, I read that you can just stick those in the freezer until your tomato plants are completely through um, for the year. And then you can just spend one day canning them. And actually when they thaw in that, because I've just been sticking them in freezer bags and putting them in my freezer. And they said when they thaw, um, they will the peels, the tomato peels will just peel off themselves. So that's one less step that you have to do. Yeah. So that was a neat little. So perfect for yeah. canning. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and that's my intention is to make tomato sauce and tomato paste. I use a lot of that in the winter. Uh huh. So then, okay. So I, I know a lot of people relate to this. So I live in an area that we get four or five feet of snow every winter for a long time. Like our winter is long. Our spring is long. Like we have a very short, what I would say, like garden season. Granted, I've never gardened. Um, I have have family members that do. But so for someone like that, they do all this in the summer, right? So they grow these plants in the summer, then they can them. And that's what gets them through the winter, right? Correct. Okay. Okay. And that reminds me of the story of the ant in Proverbs. Okay. Dive into that one. Yes. Where, hold on, I saved it right here. I was going to read this scripture. It's Proverbs 6, 6 through 8. It says, go to the ant, you sluggard. Consider her ways and be wise, which having no captain, overseer, or ruler, provides her supplies in the summer and gathers her food in the harvest. And let's think about an ant. What do they do all summer? Yep, they gather and they store it. Mm Mm-hmm. Huh, that's so interesting. It's so cool, like how you could read something in the Bible one day and then read it again either the next day or a year later, and you like the Holy Spirit really shows you what it is, like what it's talking about. Yeah. So good. That is so true. Um, because that's been one of my things that I'm like, I, you know, what do I do in the winter then? Like if I can't grow you know, things in the winter, I guess that you could also do like those little indoor, like for lettuce and stuff um, with the lights or a greenhouse or something like that. But that's one of the things I wanted to ask you was just like, what do you do in the winter when you live somewhere that you can't garden all year round? So um, also, I would say, I just had this come to me in the winter. Like for you guys, we don't have hard winters mm-hmm. here. So mm-hmm. we, I mean, it's, it's still, we have a lot of warm days still in the winter here. Yeah. Um, but I would say for you guys, you could bake bread in the winter and store it for the summer. Okay. Because it, it freezes yep. well. 
Yep. So that you could freeze your bread because in the summer you don't want to spend all your time in the kitchen. Yep. That makes sense. You want to spend your time outdoors in your garden. Mm-hmm. Very true. And when you speak of baking bread, I have seen, I have not purchased one, but like the milling or the grinding machines. Do you have one of those as well? I do. So, okay. So you're actually getting like the whole grains mm-hmm. and grinding them yourself. Yes. Okay. Flour. Okay. Um, and do you have any, I guess, resources of where people can get this stuff? The one that I know is the um, Azure Standard. Um, I don't know if you're familiar mm-hmm. with that, but oh, I the wheat berries. Yeah. Yeah. You grind? Yes. Um, I've gotten mine from Azure. I have bought from Breadtopia. I have bought from Breadbeckers with Breadbeckers for it to be cost effective there. You really need to join their co-op page okay. and which is it's very similar to Azure, mm-hmm. only it's once a quarter instead of Azure's once a month. Mm-hmm. The um, Breadbeckers co-op is once a quarter. Okay. And but that way it's cost effective because shipping you don't do that shipping is it's crazy <laughs> shipping is outrageous yes so. it is it is so crazy and so i love this conversation as far as like the biblical prepping and when you brought up 2020 and the toilet paper i get asked a lot and even was having this conversation with a family member the other day of like okay so are the grocery stores going to completely shut down like where we're heading Obviously, we don't know that in my heart. I'm like, I don't see them completely shutting down. I see things, prices skyrocketing. I see certain things not being able to get like your favorite, I mean, your favorite bread or bread and butter pickles, whatever it is, not being able to get it. Um, And if you can, it is so expensive. Um, What are your thoughts on that? Like with what may be coming in our, our country or our world today? Um, I, like you said, I mean, not, not only, I mean, to add to the list you just gave, but also they put limits. I mean, we saw That's things being limited in 2020 That's that, um, so we have to take that into consideration too. And what was your question again about canning that it was expensive? Is that what you're saying? No, just like, what do you like? Do you think the grocery stores are going to completely shut out, like shut down to where people cannot get food? Or, no, okay. no, I don't think that I don't, I don't, man, that would, that would be extreme. Mm-hmm. And anymore, I don't cancel <laughs> out extreme, but, right. um, but I don't know. I don't, I don't get that. I don't get that feeling. Yeah. That that's, that's where I'm at. They're going to th- completely shut down. I think it's just going to be, um, things like, actually, we haven't actually seen a lot of the food shortage that the rest of the country has seen here. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but Um, we just haven't, the only thing that I really noticed in the grocery store was pasta. It, it was a long time before, uh, I had a really hard time finding shell pasta or even just the regular, um, elbow macaroni, the organic, Mm -hmm. um, organic pasta. It was, um, those aisles seem to be wiped out here for a long time. It was a few months before or those came back. So I think it's going to be like that. Yeah. Where certain like, things you can't get, 
And then prices are just through the roof. Right. Well, and I mean, let's talk about um, bread baking for a second. There's an ingredient. I use sunflower lecithin sometimes in, um, especially if I'm doing fresh milled, if I'm using fresh milled flour versus all purpose, Mm -hmm. um, there has to be some kind of binder in there because it makes it the the sunflower lecithin makes it more squishy like sandwich bread-ish. Okay. Uh, and not quite so dense. Mm-hmm. Well, the the sunflower lecithin, I get it from Breadbeckers, and they've been out for months of that. Wow. And the reason is it comes from the Ukraine and they can't get it. So interesting. So those and are the types of things. And wow. so Azure Standard, I did get on Azure Standard and they have it, but for one pound, it's $65 for one pound. Now I did buy it yeah. because I have to have it, yep. You know? yep. but I'm being really um, kind of stingy with it. Yeah. I haven't, um, I try to, I've, I've tried to see what is the least amount I can use mm-hmm. versus, you know, before I was just kind of freely using it. Yeah. Um, so, so I think it will be things like that. They're either going to be not available or they're going to be so outrageously priced that we yep. can't afford it. Yep, exactly. I I mean I totally agree with that too. So in I guess in your um experience with canning, with prepping all of that, what would you say that someone should kind of stock up on or prep first? Like what's most important? Where does someone start? Oh man. I know that's a loaded question. <laughs> <laughs> um, absolutely. I would say water storage. Okay. Um, you should start with water, have an adequate, I mean, because we can't survive without water. Yep. Um, you can, you can survive off food. You can, you can make that work yep. somehow, yep. some way, but water, you can't, you yep. have to have, um, I would have some kind of water filter, whether, whether it's a water pitcher Mm-hmm. Um, the clearly filtered water pitcher mm-hmm. is pretty affordable. And, you know, if you don't have, if you can't afford a Berkey system or a, you know, whole house water filter system, which we don't have a whole house water system. We just have the Berkey and, um, my clearly filtered mm-hmm. pitcher mm-hmm. that yep. I use. And um, what about people on wells though? Like, if well, I'm on a well. Okay. I'm on a well. They'll and I've heard, do that. Um, yes, especially if you live, this is what um, Dr. Ben, the doctor that I talk about all the time yep. on my yep. account, he said, if you live anywhere near a farming community, that's, I mean, you got to think about chemicals being sprayed all over. That's true. Um, an oil field community, you know, I live in the heart of oil field and yep. I have pump jacks and oil wells all around me. There's oil spills on the ground all the time. Yep. That's down it into just the water. Reinforces why I filter my, why I filter my well water. Yeah. So um I even have a filter on my bathtub. We have shower filters. Um, okay. So awesome. Will you send uh, me some resources maybe when we get off of this that I can put like just links in? Um, in the description of this podcast for people to look at for sure. Um, so then as far as like dry goods, so what I have attempted to do, um, was I got myself some Mylar bags. I got myself a lot of beans and I separated them out, 
filled up the mylar bags, put the oxygen absorbers in there. I mean, literally, I just researched this. Like, how do you do this? Um, Would you say that people should be doing that kind of prepping and stocking up as well with beans? Um, I mean, I've heard that rice doesn't last like as long as the beans do, things like that. Um, And teaching yourself how to use the mylar bags and how to use the oxygen oxygen absorbers and seal them properly um, and storage. Is that something people should be looking into? Sure. Absolutely. Everyone should have a long-term storage um, beans, rice, just like you said, I'm trying to think of what we did because we did long-term storage years ago, probably gosh, 12 years ago or so. And we did beans, rice, and pasta Mm-hmm. all in mylar bags with oxygen absorbers. They're sealed in food grade buckets. Yep. Um, and they're stored. We actually have them stored under our house because our house, because under the house stays really cool, even in the summers. Yeah. Which is smart. If you have a basement or something like that to put them, that's yeah. been the, the problem for me is that we don't have a basement. And I, I mean, maybe even the crawl space, right? Could you do a crawl space? Yeah. Yeah. You probably could. I mean, if it's all sealed up and you might have some spider webs on them when it's time to get them out. But, um, and as long as you're, the husbands are for exactly. I'm like, (laughs) I'm not climbing down there. (laughs) They get to climb down there and get them out. Yes. Oh, that's (laughs) yeah. No kidding. I'll be in the kitchen learning how to can and you go. Yes. Oh goodness. So then like, do you have any tips or tricks for people on a budget? Because a lot of people are like, I can't afford to like stock up or buy extra things right now, or even start my own garden just based on where they live. Um, you know, maybe they don't have the land or the space for it. Do you have any tips or ideas for people? Um, I think one of the biggest things that people should remember is prep what you eat. Yes. That will keep you from from having all this stuff that y'all don't even you don't even really eat you just saw it on sale and said you know let me get this that's um and then you run out of storage space for the things that you do need so um I think I would start there just buy a few extras every now and then Mm-hmm. Buy a few extras, watch for the things that you do eat, watch for them to be on sale yeah. and buy extras when they're on sale. Um, I would say there's several accounts on Instagram. I can't think of them off the top of my head. Um, I'll find them though, that talk about small space gardening as well. Okay. Awesome. They do a lot of it in buckets. Like you can go to Home Depot and just buy the buckets and put soil in them and grow tomatoes. You can grow. I've seen, I've actually seen people growing onions and garlic in buckets. That's Um, cool. So herbs are very easy to grow, very small. Um, They don't need a lot of room. Mm -hmm. You can grow, grow your own herbs there. And those are, I mean, herbs are not only can you eat them, but they're medicinal too. Yeah. And that's something else that you should have um, in prepping is Mm -hmm. first aid. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I've, I've started to do that to where I just stock up here and there as far as the first aid um, stuff goes and band-aids, peroxide, anything that I know that we could 
need, right? Um, antiseptic, um, alcohol, even of, right. you know, killing germs. So yeah, it's definitely something to take into consideration when you're looking at like, Hey, if I need to live on like in my house, right? Like I can't go to the store. I need to support my family with what we have in the house. Like, what would you need if something happens? What do you need for food? What do you need for water? Um, and is it easily accessible? Like my, on my to-do list, actually, um, in the next few weeks, I need to go through and make a list of what I have. And so I know if something did happen, I could look at my list. Oh yeah, we have this because I'm not going to remember uh, probably like, oh yeah, right. don't, don't worry. We have tons of band-aids or, you know, like this is where they are and having just different um, bins in the garage. I'm working through that of like easily labeled of like, this is what's in it, flashlights, batteries, whatever. Um, I mean, it's crazy to think that we're living in a time that we need to think about this, um, but we do. Yeah, I know. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's it is crazy. crazy. And it can be so overwhelming and it can be, I think one of the main things, what separates it from prepping from biblical to not biblical is when it's fear-based, mm-hmm. even though fear, there can be a healthy sense of fear. Mm-hmm. But it's not over. If you're starting to feel anxiety, anxiety ridden over it, that's not, yep. that's not biblical prepping. That's not, um, that, so yep. just regroup, <laughs> recheck yourself, cast out the anxiety. And, um, so I think that's, that's a lot of it too, is fear versus actual preparation mm-hmm. for all of it because I, I mean, you know, when we talked about, you know, Joseph prepping for the famine, the seven year famine that he knew was coming. I mean, he wasn't fearful. Yeah. I mean, he just went into action because he knew what he was being told and he knew the action steps to take. I mean, he knew, I mean, it all came from Pharaoh's dream and he knew he had an action plan and he just took action, but it wasn't fear-based. It wasn't, um, like a fear mongering type situation, which is such a good reminder because if we are listening to what God's telling us to do, right, we're being obedient, we're taking action. He's still got this God's still in control. I mean, and turning it into like fun. Like I, I told you, um, when I did the vanilla extract, mostly I was just like, I am so sick of either not being able to find pure vanilla extract or having it be $10 for literally like an ounce or two ounces. I'm like, I can't like it just with my daughter who's into baking so much. I mean, goodness, the cookies and the cakes and stuff. She's been teaching herself how to bake, which I love, but she was going through it a ton. So I'm like, we're going to do this. And it was a fun experience. Like, and so now I have this huge jar of vanilla extract that hopefully would last me. I mean, a year to two years, I mean, a long time. And 
then looking at in the next couple of weeks, I'm going to attempt canning pears with some family. And I mean, it's more so like, this is going to be really fun. Like, let's make a day of it and let the kids help and do that. And I think like in doing that, in making it fun, making it a family affair, if you have like, especially daughters, right. Of teaching them skills in the kitchen as well. Um, and that's all I have. I don't have the sons that I can send out to help dad in the crawl space. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll be in the kitchen with the three girls, but making it fun, but still being obedient, right. To what God is saying to do. Right. So. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that, that goes right into, I mean, when I talked earlier about learning a skill, you know, mm-hmm. learn to can learn to bake. Mm-hmm. I bake every week. I bake bread I mean, I've done it so much now that I don't even need the recipe. I have it memorized. That's awesome. I can just do it. And so if the time ever came, I mean, I, we don't buy bread at the store anymore, but yeah, you know, if the time came where I couldn't or where if my neighbors couldn't, you know, yeah. I could make bread for my neighbors. Yeah. Yeah. And if, you know, if needed. So those are, I mean, learn to garden, learn to preserve your garden, learn to learn to butcher meat you know, mm-hmm. buy a meat grinder and learn how to use it. Uh, you know, that's true. I mean, that, that, yeah, that's what scares me. I'm like, oh gosh, could I do that? Luckily yeah. we have enough people. Like in our- my boys, my boys go deer hunting in uh-huh. the, the winter all the time. And we've always um, butchered our own deer when they bring them home. So, so I'm familiar with grinding yeah. deer. Um, Cause that's mostly what we did was we would just grind it to have ground yeah. meat. Yeah. Um, But yeah, that's another, because here's, this is what, this is where I was going. Um, This is going to be another mind blowing because I was kind of mind blown when I um, had this revelation, but when Jesus fed the 5,000 with the five loaves of bread and Mm -hmm. two fish, Mm -hmm. um, the bread didn't just appear. Somebody had to make it. Mm -hmm. The fish didn't just appear. Someone had to go catch it. Yep. That's true. Um, there was action behind it. And then, uh yeah, somebody had to know how to make bread Yep. for him to feed. You know, I just, I just have that picture in my head. Like I know how to make bread and God could provide that for my whole neighborhood. Yep, exactly. And, and to have the mindset that yes, you're going to take care of your family, but you're also going to be available to bless others. Right. Right. Oh, so true. I mean, I love that because Jesus took what somebody did in action, right? So their action steps and he multiplied it, which who's to say he couldn't do that again. Right. Right. But there has to be action first. Yep. Absolutely. Oh, goodness. So you store everything under your house. Well, a a lot, just a a little bit, like the long, the long term. We did turn, um, we became empty nesters last year, our mm-hmm. youngest left home. And so we turned one of the kids closets into our like overflow kind of prepper pantry closet. So Which that's where so I'm smart. storing all of our, like when I do all the canning, mm-hmm. I'm storing it in there. We have um, the extra toilet paper, paper towels, yep. um, extra stuff like that in there herbs. I have a a lot of spices. That's funny you say that because, um, so my husband and I started dating when we were 16 and 
when we went away to college, his mom basically like took over some of the, the kids' closets and did that and stored extra. And everyone, including myself, right? Because I was pretty much a part of the family. Um, we had been dating for so long, but we we would just laugh and tease her and make fun of her. And now here I'm like, you know, at 39, I'm like, how can I do that? Like my kids are still home. I'm running out of space. Like, you know, it's right. just, it's funny how it just all comes around. And now we're living in a time where it's, I mean, it's here, you guys. It, it may not be what a lot of people think it will be with everything shutting down a hundred percent, but who knows? And it's better to be safe than sorry. Right. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. I love it. Um, so is there anything else you want to wrap up with? I don't want to keep you too long today. I don't. I was looking at my notes to see if there was anything that I think I talked about most everything. Um, no, I think, um, yeah, we covered everything awesome. that I had in my notes. So <laughs> I'm like, it's just a conversation today. Yeah. Cause I mean, I'm literally like, so new to any of this, like, yes, I've been stocking up on foods from the grocery store the past couple years, but as far as like actually learning skills and stuff like that. So I'm like, I feel like I am a newbie to all of this and alongside a lot of the women that I'm sure are listening to this as well. So I appreciate um, you coming on and just being available yeah. to, to kind of talk and where can people find you? Cause I know you share a lot on your Instagram and you share what you're doing and you talk about it. So where can people find you? Uh, the 1776 wife on Instagram. Um, yeah, actually my account has, it started out as um, conspiracy theory. <laughs> <laughs> No topics mostly. And now it's really like you've anybody who's been there from the beginning has seen me really transition into health and wellness um, and seen, I mean, the transition of me going into gardening. I mean, we talk about all kinds of things on my account, but, um, but that's really why, like, like I show all of that is to show you that, you know, I'm new too, as far as gardening raising chickens, uh, for eggs. I actually had somebody message me, um, a few days ago that said they have not been able to find eggs in their area. Oh, really? Now I haven't seen that. And that's the first message I've gotten about that. Um, but I thought, Hmm, well, Mm -hmm. you know, that's my, and, and if you do raise chickens, you have to think of, you know, we just bought, um, some new baby chicks, the beginning of September, they won't even start laying eggs until the spring. Yeah. That's crazy. They have to grow. They yeah. have to grow first and it takes a while. Yeah. Um, yeah. So people have to keep that in mind too, whenever they're, you know, if they're wanting to mm-hmm. raise their own chickens for their own eggs or even meat chickens. I mean, you have to yeah. allow that time for them to grow first. Yeah. Yep. It's not going to be immediate. Not an immediate. Yeah. Yeah. So true. Before we wrap up the conversation with Angel about biblical prepping, I wanted to let you all know about a company I love for long-term food storage. My Patriot Supply is an online store that sells long-term food items that will last up to 25 years. They aim to allow customers to meet their goals of self-sufficiency and emergency preparedness with affordable and quality products. For those of you that do not have the time nor the desire to be canning your own food, check them out at Prepare with the rooted truth.com. 
I have been stocking up with my Patriot Supply the past year and am truly impressed with their prices, how fast their delivery is, and their customer service team. Again, head over to preparewiththerootedtruth.com to start your prepping journey. And I love that you say that your account like went from conspiracy into like more of this like niche topic of, you know, being healthy, but prepping, you know, seeing what you eat and preparing for the future. I was thinking the other day too, about my, my account. And I'm like, yeah, I dabbled in the conspiracy stuff and I still do. I mean, it's not conspiracy anymore. Everyone knows that it's all truth, but, um, but then I think that God has been using a lot of I hate to say truthers because I feel like a lot of the truthers have gone new age um, versus the ones like you and I who stay biblical, like, no, you know, like take a biblical approach to things. And, but I feel like he's using some of us of like finding that niche because on my account, I mean, I've really just dialed in more so of like talking about biblical stuff and Bible studies and that kind of stuff. And yes, staying healthy here and there coming off of a fitness account before went quote unquote conspiracy. And, but, but God's using so many of us in different ways. And so I love that I can automatically think of you when I'm like, Oh, you know, I need to learn more about this or I, somebody's asking me and I sent them to your account. And I love that we kind of have this sense of community too on Instagram, you know, of like, we can ask each other things too. Like, Hey guys, I ran across this, you know, what do you think? I don't know. I just think that God's using every, everyone in such cool ways. So. Yes. 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 I was actually going to read, I had to pull up. Um, this is, um, in second Thessalonians three, Paul's warning against idleness. This was something that I had on my list too, that I overlooked. Um, but I was going to read this. Yeah. This, this would be a great um, way to end as saying, don't sit around and be idle. I mean, we have a warning against that. Yeah. Um, he says, now we command you brothers in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you keep away from any brother who is walking in idleness and not in accord with the tradition that you received from us. For you yourselves know how you ought to imitate us because we were not idle when we were with you nor did we eat anyone's bread without paying for it. Hmm. But with toil and labor, we worked night and day that we might not burden, be a, be a burden to any of you. It was not because we do. Hold on. Sorry. No, you're fine. Um, (laughs) It was not because we do not have that right, but to give you and ourselves an example to imitate. For even we were with you, we would give you this command. If anyone is not willing to work, let him not eat. Yeah. So you have to work for it. You can't just, you can't just sit around and expect everyone else to, you know, oh, well, um, I'm going to go to so-and-so's house if something happens. No, you have to put in your, you have to put in your work too. Yep. Absolutely. I love that. I mean, that could go in so many different areas of life. It's so true. But yeah, you have to. You can't just sit around um, just waiting 
and saying that God will provide. And I mean, I've even been there before, before, you know, prior to 2020, I was like, eh, if anything happens, like God's got this, like, yeah, that's great faith, but it's also like not being, not putting in the work and not being obedient. You know, I was always, I was always of the mindset of, uh, I'd rather just go buy it done Mm -hmm. here and I just pay you. I'll just pay you to do it. Yep. Um, I mean, I I walked that out for a long time, Um, but now I would, and there's, there's a really a sense of satisfaction when, you know, like when I finished all this, all my canning today, I mean, it's, it's work that I'm proud of and I actually love to, I can't wait to share it. I I want to, like, I I haven't given any of it away yet because it has to sit for a month um, before you can eat it. So uh, but I can't wait to do that because I want people to, to try yeah. it. And yeah. Um, yeah. And you're blessing them too, which is, yeah. I mean, that's what we're called to do. Right. So, oh, I love it. Such a good topic. Sorry if I like seem a little scattered because I'm, like I said, like, this is kind of a new topic to me too, of just like, you know, learning as I go. And so I do appreciate you coming right. on and taking the time out of your canning day um, yeah. <laughs> to, to oh. chat. It is a very overwhelming, it is a very overwhelming, um, topic it is, but I think if you just take things step by step, don't let yourself, if you start to feel yourself get overwhelmed, take a step back Yep. and control the controllables. Like there's some things that you can't control and that absolutely you have a hundred percent faith in God, Mm -hmm. you know, a nuclear fallout. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Control that. Right. Um, but we can control how our four walls and yep. what, what food we have prepped here, you know, it will be enough. Whatever, whatever you do do, it will be enough. He yep. will provide all that you need. Yeah. Yeah. And if you can't afford much, but you take what you can afford and you, right. you buy what you can, absolutely. I mean, give what you give what you can. Yeah. And just pray about it. I mean, do pray about it. Spend time in the, in the word and asking God, where do you want me to focus? What do you, you know, what do I do now? Okay. I'm going to the grocery store today. Is there anything that I need to buy extras of? He'll tell you, he'll show you. Yep. Yep. So absolutely. I mean, he's so cool like that. He really is. So awesome. Well, thank you again, Angel. I appreciate it so much. Um, I love your account. I love what you share and how God's using you to teach others too, while you're going through it. So you are such a blessing. So keep doing what you're doing. Um, and all of you listening, go follow her, go check her account out and let us know if you have any questions. I will put some resources, um, the links in the description of this podcast below. So check that out. And until next time, I hope you guys have a great one. Thank you.